0: We're standing, being kessel aser, and like our sun and shine alluded to before, we have after this event, we have a tish after myr. everyone's welcome to stay, and there it's going to be primarily bachrim. I'll meet him in the yeshiva currently, and and this is of course to Mibugarim, These are the alumni. These are our distinguished. Uh, graduates who are so proud of. And if we're tailoring our words to each, it's a very different type of drasha, a different type of message. To Bachrim, we speak about shifus and learning. Very often we'll speak about shidochim. I have a friend who is a Rosh Hashiva, and he says that, he once told me something, and I made a Rosh it. I don't know why. He says, if you pass by a Bachar in Yeshiva on Yom Nairaim and you listen carefully to his Shemina Esrei, it sounds something like this. Uvechein shidduch, tein shidduch, shidduch, alka Every word is saturated with a Shidduch. That's basically what Bachar in Yeshiva of a certain age, uh, are interested in, that's what their Shemineser is all about, that's what their Bakashas are. And as we get older, whether or not you're married or you're single, but if you're out of yeshiva and you're in the quote-unquote real world, I think the Shemineser begins to sound a little bit more, uvechein gelt, hain gelt, We have a very strong, and I find myself doing it, as your financial responsibilities grow, whether or not it's just have a, as a, an alumni with an apartment, an alumni that's married with an apartment, uh, somebody that's older that maybe has a house, and you have children, and then you have children that are in yeshiva, in camps, it's, it, the expenses grow and grow, and I think I warned you all when you were here about the expenses and what you have to prepare for. But it's a very different ballgame. game. It's a it's a your esra, your bakashes change. And sometimes you begin to think like, L'man Hashem, this is what this is what I'm davening for. I'm davening for money. This is what I became. I, I used to have shi'fas and in, in learning, shi'fas and growing, and now my shi'fas are are about money. My father, Allah B'shalom, used to tell a, a beautiful Bart, I don't know if it was his own or he said it b'shem somebody that. When Yankov Avinu went down to Beis on, so he had a dream on the way as he was going to P'harana. and we know that famous dream, he was dreaming of Malachim, in the Yardim Bayan, a sulam, a ladder, a lot of Kabbalah on that ladder, uh, the ladder stretching from Eretz Yisrael, Kutzlar, it's Malachim coming up and down, there's a lot going on in that, but that was a very heilig dream, he woke up and he said, Mad neira Makai and then if you fast forward, after he was in Base Besloven for uh, 21 years or so, he also has another dream. And in his dreams, he's thinking about sheep, and he's deciding about how to, you know, the spotted sheep and the, 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 the speckled sheep, if that whole uh, interesting parasha. And then the next thing is he goes and tells his wife, okay, we've got to get out of here. You know, we, we just have to leave. And the word is that Yaakov says, wait a minute, when I came down, I had sheifas of malachim oil the yard, but now I'm dreaming and I'm thinking about sheep. He says, when, I, when, I'm, when my, when my hasagas become so magushim that I dream about money, we gotta get out. And it's an interesting thing that I think this is really what consumes us. We are very consumed, and rightfully so, because the credit card bills come in at the end of the month and the landlord wants his check, or the bank wants their mortgage, and, and you have to come up with money, and so your are in Ravay give me Parnassah. As a Bakr we're thinking of vino uh, which is our lattice of Avino Makenu? Kasvenu B'Sefer Slicha Mechila, now it's If you go into Shuals, that's the lattice, and in Yeshiva, the lattice is the other things. But that's where we somehow go towards and we have to stop and we have to ask ourselves is that okay? Is it okay? And I saw recently a beautiful Misa, I love this Misa from Rav Meir Mepar one of the great G'day Le'ach Hasidus said as follows, he says like this on, on Yom Kippur, he davened to the Rabbi he says listen he says, Rabbi I know as well as you, that if you analyze the tefillahs of Klal Yisrael, of Yidin, and you squeeze them out, you're gonna find a lot of tefillahs about money. I recognize that, I know that. He says, but let me tell you something else. Don't blame Klal Yisrael for that. He says, because what do we need money for? Do we need money to go on lavish vacations? Do we need money to, you know, to buy uh, sports cars? Do we need money to, you know, to, uh, to... What's our money for? Our money is that we can marry off our daughters, that I can have a son-in-law that's going to be zaycheh, to sit and learn, mitzvah Hashem. I want to send my children to a fine yeshiva to pay for their sechar limud. I want to buy an Esrig, I want to buy a Dalad Minim, that's kedasu Kedin, Lemahadrin. What do we need money for? What is a Yid? Honestly, what do we need money for? The money is not like Goyim's money that we're, you know, we're looking to, to live large. A Yid's money, if you really analyze what we do with our money, it's all for you, Hashem. It's Lamancha Lekim chayim. it's a life that's dedicated to you and it's so true. What do you need money for? I need money to what? So I can buy a nice pair of tzitzis. Maybe I need a new pair of filling. What do we need money for? We need a car. Why do we need a car? So we can go back and forth to work, to yeshiva. We're not asking for money for, for who knows what. We're asking for you, Hashem. And the Premishlana concluded with a tefillah. And he said, I Baruch we beg you, please send us parnasa, so that we can serve you better. All we want to do is to serve you. As we're standing in front of the Ravayin Sholeim on Yom Kippur, and we're asking our Bakoshes, after the viduyim, of course, after a Mishvader for everything, and now we ask our please, Hakarish Baruch I need parnasa. That's nothing to feel guilty about. That's a beautiful tefillah. In the eyes of the Parmishlana, because it's a tefillah for No matter what stage of life we're on, isn't that what it's all about? What do we want with our money? What are we doing with our money? All we want is to get closer to the Rav to do his will, to do his ratzen. I want to have a nice sukkah, I want to have a lulav na, sukkah na, severtair na'a, shayfer that's what I want. I want to be mahadu with my mitzvahs. I want to raise a mishpacha that's properly educated and that has the right values and that and that isn't living with bad with with a, with without anything. We want we want to live nicely, but for you. And it's a little twist on what we're what we're asking. after Because sometimes you could say, well, "What? What? What? I'm having dreams about money. This is what I'm talking about now." Of course we have to ask on Kodesh Baruch Hu and never, ever give up on your sheifas and ruchnias. We have to continue to stay. We have to learn well after. And Baruch Hashem, the alumni, is second to none. There are alumni that mamish are unbelievable, whether they're in chinuch or whether they're in business or whether they're in their professions. I know personally so many of you, really everybody they have a, a, an early morning seder and they have an afternoon seder sometimes and they have a night seder and they have an night seder um, we have the best alumni in the world and you should never give up on those shefas, and you should never give up on the Shefas for every type of growth and every type of, 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 of greatness that you had when you were above and learning here but if you see yourself as being different and that now I'm just obsessed with money, that's also a good, that's a very good obsession. Because it's not an obsession for zich. it's not for me, I don't want money for myself, what do I do with my money? You know, Revarin Shechter, Zechat Tzadik Levracha, he was Nifter, as you all know, about a month ago. I think Kippur is going to be the Shleshim, if I'm not mistaken. But just two days ago, his son, Ramad Haizaleg, who was the Mashkirat in Kayab Berlin, he was Nifter also, and I was watching the Levaya online, and there was very nisphal from something that the Maspidim were saying about him, quoting him. He said that he has no interest in Gashmias. He has no interest. He He doesn't know what to do with Gashmias. He never owned a home. He was a man probably in his 60s. He still lived in an apartment. I don't know if he had a car, but I'm sure if he did, it was barely a car. He said, when Mashiach comes, he says, all I need is a toothbrush and I'm ready to go. I have nothing to pack. I I have have, have nothing. I'm not interested. He said, you can leave the front door of the house open because there's absolutely nothing in our house to steal. He wasn't interested in Gashmias. Now that's a very, very high in to reach. He also said something which was frightening to me. He said that he saw when he was young the Beis Yisrael, one of the ger and he said that these eyes that saw the ger that saw the Beis Yisrael, can never sin. Never am I able to be nene for my eyes for anything wrong, any dvara veira, because these eyes saw the Beis Yisrael. It's an unbelievable thing to say somebody that lived in America, like we did, walked the same streets as we do, and was able to be made about himself, that he never used his eyes in any way that was uh, Merida against HaKadosh Baruch it's unbelievable. But we're not on his Madriga. but I think if I know everyone in this room, which I think I do, we all could say that we don't really have a, a taiva for money, we have a taiva for the things that we could do with our money that will serve Hakadosh Baruch I know that. Isn't that true? We're not looking for sports cars. We're not looking for palatial homes. We're not looking for you know for third homes in Boko. We're looking. I just want to pay my bills so that I could I could be madref the Rabbanu Shalom's children al derech Aldera, al I could send them to nice yeshivas to nice summer camps and I could buy them nice clothing they could feel good about themselves. That's all I want. That's the holiest prayer that you could say to the Rebbeinah Shalom. Rebbeinah Shalom, kasvena b'sever But not because of me. I don't want money because I need... I, need, I want it for you, HaKadosh Baruch Everything that I want, all of my taivus haMamin, is not in the, in the profane sense. It's the kedushas HaMamin. Now, Yekkes have a minig, I don't know if anyone else has it, but on Matzai Shabbos after Abdullah, I sing a song that my father used to sing, it goes, HaMavdol bin Kaidish L'chel, HaKiddush Baruch who makes the difference between Kaidish and Chel, Chatei <speaking> Yim <in> HuYimchel, <Hebrew> He should forgive our sins. Zareinu V'chaspainu Yarbek HaChel. Our children and our money, you should make multiply like the sand on the sea. Innumerable, infinite wealth, infinite children. This is, by the way, something that it's re- originally a piot that was composed for Yom Kippurim. It's a Yom Kippur-Dekipyot. Hamadu <laughs> Mikhay Chatei Hu This is a day that we're pleading with Nehashem Titar, we want Mechilah. And then we say, eno v'chaspeinu yar bekachel. And Rav Shimon Schwab, Zephitzadig Levracha, asks, how in the world do you put these two things side by side? Children are the most heiliga thing in the world, the most holy thing, the most beautiful thing, and we live for our children, we try to educate our children, we give all our love to our children. And then, and our money, (laughs) you put them in the same breath, children and money, how do you do that? And we ask, Yarbek Hachal? And Rav says exactly what we're saying this evening. He says, A Yid, a Bentira doesn't mean, when he asks for Kasbenu Yarbek that he wants money in a hedonistic sense, that I want to live large, I want to have, you know, be a billionaire... When he Yiddish Davening, Zareinah V'chaspeinah, he says, I want the things that I could do with money. I could build yeshivas for, with, with that money. I could build a kailah with that money. I'm able to do so many things that I dream of doing. There was a great rabbi in the, I think he lived, I think in East, uh, East New York, or Crown Heights, his name was of Telushkin. He was a rabbi of Rav Freifeld. If you read the book, Rav you'll read a lot about Rav And he once said something that also stuck in my mind. I don't know why certain things do. A lot of things don't, unfortunately, but a lot of things do. And he said that Rav told him once, told Rav Freifeld, that I once visited the Lubavitcher Rebbe. And, you know, he was going online, I guess, maybe to get the dollar. I don't know where, what the exact setting was, but he was just prepared to give Shalom to the Rebbe and keep going. And the Rebbe stopped him and says, Talishkin, I want to ask you a question. If I gave you right now a million dollars, this is when a million dollars was real money, if I gave you, let's, let me like modernize it, if I gave you now a hundred million dollars, what would you do with the money? And I started being the gum game. I started stammering, says Reb Talishkin. I didn't have an answer on the tip of my tongue. And the Reb was like very frustrated with that. And he said, okay, wait, 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 the next guy. And he was upset with himself the rest of his life, Reb Talishkin. How could I not have on my mind the aspirations of what I would do with all that money? I should immediately have said, I want to start a Kyle, I want to start a school for special-need children, I want, to, I want to build up uh, something in Eretz Yisrael for, uh, uh, you know, uh, for, for an, a and for whatever, you have to have a dream. If you win the lottery, if you buy the lotto ticket and it's $360 million, what's your dream? If your dream is just that you could, you know, just fight to pay your bills and eat in fancy restaurants, whatever, that's then don't be disappointed when you didn't win because that's not tempting for the Rabbi Nishleim. But if your dream and your vision with money, if I would be zaychet to have money, what would I want to do? I want to support him. I want to start a want Yaakov. I, want to, I think I have, there's a need for a certain type of institution that doesn't exist, and I, I, I would fill that need. That's what a Yiddish uh, aspiration for money is. And on a personal level, what do we need money for? We need money for these types of things. We're not looking to be wealthy people. That's not our that's not our dream. Every wealthy person that I know, by the way, I know a few very well, super wealthy people. Super well, beyond. Billionaires of the B. And I think that Shabahem, and Ari Young probably knows more than I do, and maybe he'll agree with me, or maybe he's not allowed to agree with me, Barabim. But The Tsarashava, the richest people that I know, first of all, they're all terribly balaygaiva, they're very arrogant people. And second of all, they're the saddest, most miserable people that I know. If you think that money buys happiness, it's the biggest fallacy in the world, it makes you sad. Atzabayim kesabizav, the sadness comes from silver and gold. The only type of giviram that I know that are happy are Gevirim that gives so much to Tyra. You have people like in California, billionaire maybe, but he gives tens, maybe hundreds of millions of dollars to the Mir Yeshiva in Yerushalayim and to the Cheder in Lakewood and to every Mason in Los Angeles and around the world. He's a happy person. He plays music, he sings, he's... he's a, you know why? Because that giving... That Ruach Hanedvivos that he has makes you happy. And if you're not, then you don't want money. If you don't have that, you don't, trust me, you don't want money. The stipler once said, he woke up one morning and he said, I need three people. I said, what, what do you need? You didn't do Atar Sondarim? I did Hatar I have to do Atar Sondarim. What's the Tavos Chalayim? The Tavos Chalayim is that when you have a very bad dream, like a nightmare, and you don't want it to happen, you get three people in the Arts Girl sitter, uh, they have the whole Nusuf, and you get it, and you basically you go through it, and it's absolved. See? So he, was, he got the three people, and you have to be Mithari, you have to say what your dream was. And he couldn't get the dream out of his mouth. He was like so scared to, to utter the dream. Like, whoa, 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 who died? No, no, nobody died. Uh, did you have a fire in it? No. He says, so what was the dream? He says, I can't say it. He said, tell me, what's the dream? You have to be methired The dream is that I became a Javir. I became wealthy. To the stiper, that was the biggest, most frightening nightmare. That he, he doesn't want money. He didn't want money. All he wanted was to sit and learn the Shalom of Bishalva, that was his sheifa. He didn't want money. Because when you have money, there's a lot of other things that happen. But the only way to have money and to keep it kosher and to daven on Yom Kippur and whenever else you daven that I want to be wealthy, give me a good parnasah, par-nasah is only if you have a, an aspiration to be megadol kveit shamayim in the world with that money. On a, on a global scale, if you will. If you really want to get wealthy, that's what I would do. But even a regular nice parnasa, the tefillah is not, give me money. It's the parmeshlana tefillah. Rabbi give me parnasa so that I could do your ratzen. It's for you. It's L'mancha Lekem I'm not davening for me. Everything that I'm davening for, my sheifas, besides for my sheifas and Teirah, and in Yerushalayim, and in Tzfilah, and in and, and everything, I want everything, but when I do Daven for Parnasa, I'm asking the Rabban Hashem, I'm, I'm doing it for you. It's not for me, I want Parnasa for you. It's wonderful to reconnect with all of you in this very, very important special time of the year, and year after year we've done this and First of all, we owe great HaKar Satev to Barry Young for arranging this beautiful evening, and, and for Nachi Pen, and for Rabbi Sun and Shine for taking his precious time out of his schedule. But the greatest Nachas that we have in Yeshiva is when we see Talmidim, that are out in the world, and they come back because they realize that their nishamas are tethered to the Makum Taira, that they were Yainik from so much and that they continue to be Yainik from. And so if I could send a message and a bracha teaching every one of you to take home with you, it's that you should all have a Shana teva, a masuka, the sweetest of years. You should get tremendous nachas. Those of you that are married have nachas from your... From your wives, from your children, those of you that are not yet married, you should be married this year and find a wonderful girl to marry. You should all be in your Ruchnias, but your Gashmias. Your Gashmias should be uplifted to the highest Madregas, the Madregas that we could say, Zar Enu Bechaspenu, Have a Gemar